And now, coming to you from the shadow of America's mountain, Rocky Mountain Revival Radio presents Waymaker Ministries. So, Lily, do you want to do closing prayer? Yes, okay. Um, yeah, if you'll um, bow your heads with me, let's get into some prayer time with God. Okay. Oh, Lord, thank you so much for this episode we filmed today. Thank you for giving us the strength to power through any attack of the enemy today and this week. Lord, thank you for looking down on us with such favor and enabling us to begin and embark on this ministry further and further. Lord, I pray that you continue to show us the good works you have set before us, illuminate our paths, and steady our feet as we walk on. Let us not stumble, God, but run faithfully, confidently to you every day, every morning, every afternoon and night. Give us the inspiration to do so, Lord. Give us the strength. God, I thank you so much for Ethan. What a sweet friend he is to me and the man you are making him into. God, thank you for all these all these purposes you have put in his life. I see him at every stage. When he was young, when he was seven, when he was 13, and now. I see him at every stage being surrounded by all this purpose you have given him. All these things that may seem like little accidents piling up, nothing's an accident. You have put no mistake in his life, and Lord, I thank you for that. Lord, I thank you for this ministry continuing to grow. And I thank you for every listener. I pray that you speak to them in a way that they'll listen so that they'll tune into you all the more. Lord, speak to them through the things they already listen to. Perhaps they listen to the world. Well, God, you can you created the world. You can speak to them through it. I know you can. Perhaps they listen to pornography or family issues or accusers, or bullies. God, I just pray that all these things that are surrounding these people, somehow they find your voice, that little whisper of your voice, piercing through all the noise. God, I just pray that we see your kindness. We do not take advantage of it, and we do not procrastinate, but now is the time for repentance. So, Ethan, I think we should do an altar call prayer. I'm going to talk this thing over to you. Yeah, so we never want to end a show without giving you a chance to have a personal relationship with Jesus. If you don't have a personal relationship with him, you can. It's not too late. And if today's the the day that you want to get right with God, we are going we're all going to pray this prayer with you. So with head with heads bowed and eyes closed, repeat after me. Dear God. Dear God. I know that I've sinned. I know that I've sinned. But I believe. I believe. That Jesus died in my place. Jesus did die in my place. And God, you raised him from the dead. But God, you raised him from the dead. So Jesus. So Jesus. I confess. I confess. That you're Lord. 
that you are Lord. Please be Lord of my life. Please be Lord of my life. Wash away my sins. Wash away my every sin. And give me the power to follow you. Oh God, give me the power to follow you. Amen. Amen. Now, if you said that simple prayer, we believe that you were born again. We would love to to we would love to share in this with you. You can write us at choice at waymaker.rmrr.live and we will be happy to re- celebrate with you and welcome you into the family. And to keep you on track with your decision and to combat the enemy, we would recommend that the next step after that is to get yourself into a good Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Holy Spirit-led church. Yes, and may I just add something onto this? Yeah. Y'all, the enemy wants you to isolate yourself. He wants you to remember the times when the church hurt you or remember that you know a lot. You've read your Bible. You're doing just fine on your own, right? You, you're you not going to be taught anything at church. No, that is a lie, you guys. No, why? I'll tell you, we've talked about this scripture. It's, oh, what scripture is it, Ethan? It's like Hebrews. Oh, it's in Hebrews. I'll have to find it later. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll mention forsake. it in next next yeah. show. Do not forsake the ability to gather with one another. We, none of us are infallible. None of us are above this this significance of gathering together. It is something we always need, always will need. Jesus gathered with his disciples until the very end. And if anyone was mature in their faith and didn't need to go to church, then it was him. But he still taught in the temples. He still spoke with his disciples. He still lived with one another and discipled. None of us are not called to do life together. So, Ethan, back to you. I I was led to um, emphasize on that. Well, and, and really quickly, speaking about Jesus and and that kind of stuff, we're we're not perfect. We will. I sin. found the scripture. I'm sorry. Say it. Say it. It's Hebrews ten twenty five. I it was. I knew it was something that Chris Coma had mentioned just go, recently. Go. Go. Okay. <laughs> not forsaking our own assembling together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day drawing near the day of Christ drawing near. I had to throw that in back yeah. to you. Ethan. <laughs> but so like I was saying, none of us are perfect. The only person that was perfect was, was put on the cross. He died for your sins. He died for my sins. He, he was born again. He he went down to heaven and he stole the keys. He defeated hell, death, and the grave. And he is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And, and if you gave your life and you want a personal relationship, do this. Say, the, say this prayer. Do the salvation yes. prayer. Go to the altar like yeah. Ethan and I both did. 
Go go down to the altar, fall on your knees, and cry out to God. Say, I'm sorry for 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 disobeying you and, and going against you. Or what however you want to say it. Just go to the altar and go and and build this personal relationship with him because yeah. he wants that. I hear some of I hear God speaking. So there are some of you that are feeling like the paralytic man in Matthew 9. Okay, you can't go anywhere unless you're carried, and you are even too drained and tired to be carried by someone. You do not feel as though you can trust someone to carry you to healing to Christ. You do not feel like you can make yourself get up and fall on the mat and be carried and lowered through the roof. You feel so drained and so unmotivated that you can't walk a few feet to the altar. And man, I understand. It took me months, years to walk to the altar. But when I finally was able to walk, I found myself sprinting. The moment I stepped just an inch forward, I couldn't stop all of a sudden. Many of you, however, are paralyzed yet still. Yeah. And you are saved. Okay, you're saved. But you have not been set free. And let me tell you, friends, there is a difference between being saved and set free. Amen. Okay, so you have salvation. You prayed the prayer before. You've been in God's household for some time, right? Yeah. He knows you. You know him. You get it, right? Okay, that's that's not the end all be all, though. Because you're still living as a slave to sin. How can you live to what killed you? Sin killed you. How can you live to that anymore? You feel paralyzed. How can you walk to God when something broke your leg and you're handicapped in your spirit? Oh Lord, right now, I speak healing over everyone listening. Yes, God. God, search them with motivation to run to your altar. Yes, God. Let there be an outpouring like there was for Ethan and I. Oh, in the last days, the days we're living in now, I will pour out my spirit. Your sons and your daughters both. Some of you feel paralyzed because you're a daughter and you think the church doesn't like daughters so much. Well, it does. God loves his daughters. I will pour out my spirit on my sons and my daughters. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will prophesy. Some of you think God's done using you also because you're older. Your old men will dream dreams, new dreams. You think children only have dreams and ambitions and aspirations. You think it's just me and Ethan. No. No. That is not how it works. If God was done with you, you'd be dead. It's just as simple as that. God is not done with you. And I pray, Lord, those who go to dream and they see black darkness, they don't see any dream. Whether it's pleasantry or a nightmare, they see nothing. Lord, I pray that you'll reveal yourself to them yes, and God. you in a dream tonight. I pray that they'll wake up in the middle of the night with so much 
urgency, so much adrenaline that they can't stay down. They cannot lay in their bed any longer. They have to get up. They have to talk to their wife, their husband. They have to talk to their children about what you just saw, them, what you just showed them tonight, this night. Oh Lord, I pray that the paralytic man gets up off his mat and walks to you. Even if he has to crawl, let him move to you. And Lord, I pray that those who are saved, you set them free. You are no longer subject to the yoke of slavery. Stop trying to pick up what you just surrendered. That's not how it works. If you just put something at the foot of the cross, don't try and go back and get it. It's gone. It's gone. Genesis 19. Lot's wife was called out of this land of destruction. She was led out of the land of destruction, and all God told her was not to look back. But she did look back. Here's the issue, though. Many people today don't only look back, but they also turn back. They dwell on going back. They dream of the glory days. They cannot wait to retrieve what they thought they lost. All Lot's wife did was look back, and that turned her to a pillar of salt. Why are you running backwards? How much more will that destroy you if you continue to walk backwards? God, I pray that you turn your people around facing you. Change their minds through and through. Give them the strength, motivation, the joy to run after you. Let their spirits not be paralyzed and handicapped any longer. It is done. This is the generation of healing. It's not my generation, but it's now. Whatever age you are, it is now. This is the generation, the time of healing. In Jesus' name, I release all these words, every conviction and every encouragement that I just spoke over all these people. Let them know you. Touch them, God, however they need to be touched. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, uh, Satan! When, when you make a commitment to follow God, and you say that God is my Lord and Savior, Satan is gonna come and attack you. He's gonna he's gonna say, Oh well, well you don't need to go to church, you already know these verses or whatever. He's gonna try and attack you and distract you from chasing after God and from chasing his presence and to chase after him and go to the altar. He that's his job. He his job is to kill, steal, and destroy. That's Satan's job. But he already knows he's lost. Yes, Revelation 12. He knows his time is cut short. But he's still working so hard to make every second of his time count. So now is not the time to go to sleep. Because when Jesus went to the cross, he went down to hell. He stole the keys to our freedom and he defeated hell and the grave and he was reborn again as our lord and savior 
Satan knows he he's lost. His he's not as powerful as our God. He's not. But his his agenda, his goal is to distract you from chasing after God and from chasing after your calling and your purpose. Because if you didn't have a per if God didn't have a purpose for you, you wouldn't be breathing. You you wouldn't be awake. He has a purpose and a plan for you and in your life. He has a plan and a purpose for you. Whoever's watching out there, no matter what you've been through, God has a calling for you. God has a purpose for you and a plan for you. He had this plan before you were born. He knew who you were going to be. He planned your life out. He, he planned what you were going to do. He planned your calling. He set your calling in motion. He knows how many hairs you have on your head. He knows these things. And I just, I pray for anyone out there who, who's, who, God, I just, I pray for anyone who, who doesn't, anyone out there who has, who's sinned or who has sinned against you, Heavenly Father, we pray that, that you would forgive them. We pray that they would come to the altar and leave it all there. That they wouldn't pick it back up. Heavenly Father, we pray that they would have a heart and a fire to chase after you. And a heart and a fire to be in your presence. Heavenly Father, we pray that they would that they would just continue to follow you and to chase after you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Waymaker Ministries. Have a blessed day.